welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff. Oh, thank you for joining me here for Soul Circle. This podcast is really dedicated to just unearthing the stories of our lives, of navigating our way through all of it, and just coming together because we really are meant to take this journey alongside one another. We totally aren't meant to do it alone. If you are new here, welcome. I am so grateful to have you. And if you are returning, oh, my heart goes out to you. It is because of you that I keep showing up here week after week with so much gratitude. Just knowing that you're on the other end of the microphone fills me up with so much joy. So thank you for being here. And today is a special day because it's Valentine's Day, the day of love, right? Why it's only dedicated to one day, we'll never know. And I'm not a huge Valentine's fan, but I do love that it's this moment to really just pause and let others know how much we care about them. It really gives us an opportunity and an excuse, you know, to send someone a card, to send them flowers or a box of chocolate and to just say, I love you and I adore you. And it's just kind of fabulous, you know, the ones in our lives need to hear it and they deserve to hear it. But today I'm also going to encourage you to do something else. And that's to take time for you. Give yourself a little bit of TLC. Really do something that lights you up and brings you joy because you deserve it as well. And you don't need to wait for somebody else to do it for you. Take the matter into your own hands and just do it. I remember on my 30th birthday, at the time I was living alone in my tiny studio apartment that I absolutely adored. And it, I mean, it was my birthday, but it wasn't a special day. I had to go to work and do the things that I had to do. But when I returned home that night, I had intentions of just making it a special night. 30 felt like a big deal to me, and I really wanted to mark the occasion. So I made myself a nice dinner, I poured myself a glass of wine, and I sat down and just enjoyed it. And then after I washed the dishes and put everything away, I pulled out this cake that I had intentionally bought that day at the store just for me to celebrate with myself. Because you don't need others to have cake, right? <laughs> you can do it just you. And I pulled out a candle. I lit it, I sang myself happy birthday, and then I made a wish. And for me, it was just such a magical, wonderful day. I loved every single moment of it. And I actually, you know, just posted a tiny photo on Facebook, just saying like how I enjoyed my day. And I did it with so much joy in my heart. I was happy. I was celebrating. And I was by myself and I was still so happy. And I really enjoyed just taking that time for me. My mom had seen the photo and she thought something totally different. She thought that I was sad, that I was feeling lonely. And she thought that I posted it, you know, in like this humble, oh, oh me sort of way. And it was just funny because it's interesting how people can look at an image and make a quick judgment. On that day, oh, I was happy. I was grateful. It was just me in a place that I adored, making a wish. And I loved every moment of it. And it shows that we don't need other people 
to do stuff for us, to make things special. We can create the moment all on our own. And we could do it in a way that feels right and beautiful and amazing for us. I think so often we're looking outside, right? We're looking outside for happiness, hoping that others will please us, hoping that maybe they'll bring us joy or do something to lift us up. Maybe we even look towards things and vacations and all these outside things to just really bring on the joy. But the truth is, and I know we all know it, but it absolutely bears repeating. The truth is it starts with you. It all starts with you. Whatever that inner joy is, is only going to come if you're creating it. And lately, I've been hearing a lot of people, I don't know why it's happening now. I don't know if it's because we've been living in this pandemic world and we're trying to navigate things and we're feeling unsure. But I've been hearing so many people say lately that they just don't feel worthy, that they don't feel like they're good enough. That, like the way we see them, maybe we see them as an artist or a beautiful writer or just somebody who makes amazing meals and you compliment them. They're like, oh, nope, nope, not me. That's not me. And it's heartbreaking to hear the words when somebody says that they don't feel like they're good enough. Because you look at them and you don't see that. You see the person for who they are, right? You see the love, you see the kindness, you see all of their strengths and their joy and their beauty. You're able to see exactly what they bring to the world. You see their worthiness, you see their gifts. And yet they can't, they struggle to find it, to see it. And we all do that, all of us. It's so hard for ourselves to not be just that critic all the time, no matter who you are, no matter where you're living, what you're doing, we all have this inner critic. You can look at people and think, oh my gosh, they have their life together. Everything is perfect. Everything is amazing. They don't deal with this. Mm -mm. I can guarantee you a thousand percent. They do. They all have that inner voice that they need to fight off. We all do. Every single one of us. And knowing and recognizing that it's there, that's one thing, right? Like we all know it's there. But how do we work through that voice? How do we maybe hear what it says and allow it to not have that power over us? How do we push through and just keep unearthing self-love? Goodness, if I had the answer to that question, how amazing this world would be, right? If all of us weren't doubting ourselves, if all of us could just show up and know that like, oh, we're deserving of everything. Oh my goodness, the world would be such an amazing and magical place. And take a moment and just think about the day that you were born. When you were born, someone was there. And maybe it was your parents, maybe it wasn't, but someone was there. Someone saw you. Someone recognized you. When you were born, someone saw you for you. This new, tiny human being who just entered the world. And on that day, there was no expectations of you. There was no 
weight of the world. You were just this fresh, precious being. And you were gifted this body, the same body that you actually have today. (laughs) And yes, it has grown. It has expanded. And it has gone through immense and crazy things. You've gone through challenges and everything. And through all of it, your body was there for you. Every incredible, incredible thing you experienced, it was there. Every struggle, every heartache, your body was there. It's important to recognize that, like, you deserve to be really good friends with what this body is. You deserve to love it and adore it and have compassion for who this person is because this body, the one that you have right now, is with you to the end. You can't just, you know, take it off and leave it. It's going with you. Wherever you're going, it's going too. In last week's podcast, I talked about my own struggles of doing the mirror work, which was one of the secret challenges that we had in the Soul Circle community the week before. And it was hard for me. And all I had to do was look at myself in the mirror and give myself a compliment. And oh man, did I really struggle with it. Really struggled. And what I realized is that it just starts with self-compassion. It starts with self-love. And I know when we talk about self-love, ugh, it feels uncomfortable, right? It feels like this loaded, gooey topic that you don't even want to kind of be, have any part of. I get it. I totally get it. It's uncomfortable. And maybe when you hear this, idea of self-love, what comes up is, who am I? Like, who am I? And fill in that blank after to take time for myself. Who am I to shower myself with love? Who am I to anything? We think we don't have the time. We think we don't have the energy or aren't deserving of it. We can come up with a million excuses of why we shouldn't give ourselves self-love. But I am here to tell you and mark this day. You, exactly as you are, you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be nourished and tended for. And you don't need to, and you shouldn't wait for anybody else to do it for you. You absolutely deserve to just do it for yourself. But how do we do that, right? That's the biggest, biggest question. How do we give ourselves some self-love? It starts small. It really starts with the way that you speak to yourself. And just take a moment and think about this. Even just think about the past hour. Did you take any time to speak kindly to yourself? Or did you make a mistake and instantly just kind of pushed yourself further down the hole? Did you just kind of push through things because you knew you had to do it, but didn't give yourself any credit for all the amazing hard work you're doing and putting into it? So often we're just pushing through, doing it, because we think we have to, we think we should. And we don't even take that moment, not even a second, to pause and give ourselves credit for all that we've done, all that we've accomplished, all that we put in. We, we don't do it. I don't remember the last time that I actually like stepped back and was like, wow, Jen, look at you. Look what you just did there. I mean, it's, it sounds so silly to say it, right? But it also feels good when we kind of just take that moment and recognize it in ourselves. We can do it for others so easily. 
but we really need to start doing it to ourselves. And I remember years ago, I absolutely hated having my photo taken. No matter who was taking the photo, where I was standing, if I had my hand perfectly on my hip, you know, and my knee bent the right way with the right lighting, no matter what it was, I just never liked how the photo came out. I would be pulling apart every little thing. And I was always concentrating on just my outward appearance. I don't like my nose. I don't like my ears. Every, I mean, every, you name it, I didn't like it. But by doing that, by just concentrating deeply on my outward appearance, I totally missed like all the inner beauty and all what makes me who I am. Because I was just totally on the outside. I never gave myself the opportunity to just really know what makes me me? What makes me who I am below the appearance? Now, it's taken me a long time to get to a place of where I know who I am. I've had to peel back many layers and really unearth it. And I'm really excited for this podcast because as it continues on, I really look forward to sharing those stories of my unearthing in hopes of just inspiring and encouraging you to also peel back your own layers and see the beauty that's inside you. It's really in sharing these stories that we know we aren't alone because we all go through the same feelings, the same discomfort. But it's also standing in this inner knowing of who you are once you've peeled back those layers that allows you the opportunity to just fall madly and deeply in love with yourself. And I know that sounds so silly and probably feels so awkward to say, but it's really what we need to do. It's absolutely what we need to do. And just take a moment and maybe even close your eyes if you're not, you know, driving or walking (laughs) and think of yourself when you were small. What did you do? What did you love doing? What did you love to wear? What were you playing with? Who were you with? As a little girl, I remember that I was just always drawn to words. When I received a birthday present, I wasn't the normal kid who kind of just teared the present apart and then went to the card after my parents said, oh, wait, wait, make sure you read the card. Who's it from? Make sure you read the card. No, that was not me at all. I pulled out that card first. I read every single word on it. I took my time. I was intentional. And then I opened up the present. Words have just always been a part of my DNA, and I never really noticed it until I took the time to look back and see. I grew up with three brothers, and they were always playing with themselves, I mean with each other. They were always playing with each other, and I was playing by myself. I had my Barbie dolls, you know, my notebook and markers, and my mom always told me the story that she would come over to me because she would feel bad because she would see me playing by myself, and she would say, oh, Jen, do you want me to play with you? And I'd be like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm okay. You, you don't need to. And even at that young age, I had an independent heart. I was okay with being alone. I was comfortable just doing my thing. I didn't need anyone to do it with me. I was, I was good. The other thing I loved to do as a kid was just dance and sing. And if you drove down my street, you probably would have seen me outside on the front lawn not worrying about what anyone was thinking of me and dancing. 
neighbors would be watching, cars passing. I didn't care. I just kept on dancing. It brought me joy. And to this day, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling blue, I turn on music because it absolutely lights me up. And just singing and dancing brings me back and it brings me joy. And when we go back, right, when we take that time to look back on our childhood before the world told you who you could be and you see what it is that you were doing, what brought you joy, those are your clues to what your true north is. And those are the pieces that really make up who you are. And as you go through life, of course, you're going to shift, you're going to change, you're going to grow. But there are certain things about you that never change. My love of writing, my love of words, that's never gone away. My independent nature of being comfortable just being on my own, still here today. And dancing and singing, oh, 100% still with me. They're ingrained in me. They're who I am. And for me, there are things that just come so naturally. When I write, the words just pour out of me. It just happens. And because it happens that way, for me, I think that's how it happens for everyone. I think that's just how people write because that's how I do it. But here's the thing that's not true. It's a gift for me. I write the way I write because that's who I am. The... The way I do it is just, it's unique and beautiful to me because it's based on my own experiences. It's based on what's happened to me in my life. No one's going to do it the way I do it. No one. And you need to recognize that about your gifts and your things. When we step back and when we look at ourselves and try to say, oh, what do I love about myself? Like you can become paralyzed because you're like, that's such an awkward question. I have no idea what I love about myself. But when you go back to that younger self, you really, really travel back in time. Back before the world told you who you should be, back before you felt inadequate or before you even worried about what others were thinking, before you even realized that like people judged other people, who were you? What were you doing? Back when you had that freedom, what was it that was filling you with joy? Oh, I wish I still had that freedom of my younger self to just be able to stand on the front lawn and dance and not even care. But I don't. I mean, I have it in some ways, right? When I'm around my nieces and nephews and my family, I can dance like no one's watching. Some friends, yeah, I still have that comfort, but there's no way you're going to find me by myself on my front lawn just busting out a move. Same happens like when I'm singing in my car. I could be dancing and singing and having the best time, but if I pull up to a red light and someone is next to me, nope, I stop. I totally stop singing. Why? Why do I do it? Why do I care what the person next to me is thinking? Why am I embarrassed? If I ever myself See somebody else at a red light doing that? Oh, I admire them. I celebrate them. I'm in total awe because they're not caring. They're just being themselves. So I really invite you just to tap in to that inner child because it's still within you. Tap deep into it and just sit with it for a moment. Where's the joy? 
Where are the stories? Just see what comes up. And sit with it with compassion and know that you're tapping into your core. You're tapping into your truths. You're really tapping into your own unique gifts. The piece of you that really deserve to be loved. The pieces of you that deserve kindness, that deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to be best friends with yourself. And I know it sounds silly, but you do to show up each day and give yourself the same love, tenderness, and kindness that you give your friends and family members. You deserve that for yourself. And what's amazing is that you are here. This day, this moment, you're right here. What a gift that is. Nobody knows what you know. Nobody knows where you've been or what you've been through to get here. Nobody has your perspective. Only you do. You have your unique voice, your unique vision, your unique gifts. And the most amazing part is that the world doesn't need you to do anything wild and crazy. You don't have to make any grand gestures or do anything outrageous. All you need to do is to be you exactly as you are. Just sharing yourself and showing up as you. That's what people need. Because what you have is exactly what others need to help continue fueling them. Just as others fuel you. It sounds so simple, yet it's so hard to do, right? It's so hard to just show up as your own unique self, not worrying about what others are thinking about you. And just sharing yourself. But I encourage you to do it. And to really dig deep back in, back into your childhood, and find what it is that makes you you. So that's going to be our writing challenge for this week. You're going to go back. You're going to go back to when you were small. And you're going to pull out just three, three joyful truths about you. Something when you look back makes you smile. Something that you really still feel deep in your heart. Like for me, it was the writing. It was the dancing. And it was that independence. Those are my three that are still so totally with me. What are yours? What are your three truths? Write them down. Next, you're going to write a love letter to them. And you're going to be just totally gushy and wild and passionate with it. And you're just going to write about how much you appreciate these three things. What have they brought to your life thus far? What beautiful things have they given you? What ways have they made you smile? What gifts have they provided you? And really just write with so much kindness and compassion and write as if you were writing to your best friend because that's what you deserve. You deserve to just write with love and tenderness and kindness. Be gracious. Really speak to yourself as if you were speaking to your best friend because you deserve it. You deserve that so, so much. So there you go. Write the three things down, then write just a wonderful love letter to them. And then when you're done, I encourage you to come on over to the Soul Circle community and share it with us. Share what your three things are. 
this journey that you're on, you don't need to do it by yourself. There is a community of people who are just ready to walk beside you. And the community space is free. It's linked below. And I just invite you to come over and just give it a try. Say hello and share your three things. I love how this podcast is a place where the conversation starts. And then the community space is a place where it continues. So I can't wait to see you over there. But that's not all for this week because I have one more challenge before you go. And that is to really just do something that fills you up this week. You're so busy giving to others. On Valentine's Day, you're so quick to share how you love someone else. But really do something for you. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. It doesn't have to take a lot of money. Maybe you just go into the bathroom and take a shower by candlelight. I don't know if you've ever done it, but it's one of my favorite things to do. The soft glow of the candles just make it just feel so much more soothing and calming. Maybe you're spending 10 minutes reading a book, going for a walk, calling a friend. Just do whatever it is that fills you up because you deserve it. And remember that and know that you're meant to fill your well in that way. Yes. Oh, I am so grateful for you. So grateful that you are here. And I really look forward to having more conversations together. If there's anything that you would like to see on this podcast, please let me know because I really want this to be a source of inspiration and light and encouragement for you. And I want you to know that we're all on this journey together. I'm here for you. And I want to be able to support you in any way that I can. So if you have any feedback, please send me a message. My email is below or come on over to the community space and share it with me there. I'm reading everything, absolutely everything. So please write to me. And also, if you know a friend that would enjoy this podcast, share it with them as well. And you can also subscribe so that you know when a new episode goes live every time. And also, if you really love it, I would love it if you could leave a review. But um, I'm just grateful, so grateful that you're here, that we get to spend this time together. And I look forward to being with you again next Sunday. And I just wish you a wonderful week. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.